Carney Hughes, and this is Missing on News Nation. Each week, we focus on a missing person case from across the country, taking you behind the headlines. Every missing person matters, no matter their background or past, race or circumstances. They're missed by their family, their friends, their community, and sometimes by complete strangers. It's our mission to bring these cases to light with the hope of finding answers and sometimes offering closure. And maybe you can help us solve some of these mysteries too. This is Missing. This week's case takes us to California and more specifically to Mexico. A mother and a grandmother who has dual U.S.-Mexico citizenship who was kidnapped from her home in Mexico about six months ago. Her name is Maria del Carmen Lopez. Her kidnappers are asking for a ransom, money her family says they do not have. Investigative journalist Rich McHugh spoke to the family and has a closer look at Maria's disappearance and kidnapping. A mother of seven, grandmother to 19. (laughs) 63-year-old Maria del Carmen Lopez retired to this home in Colima, Mexico, 10 years ago. A dual citizen of Mexico and the U.S., she would make frequent visits back to California to see her children. But on February 9th, a phone call from Mexico began a nightmare. Your mind goes into fight mode. Um, Your body, it's a a complete shock. It's, It's horrible. Her daughter Zoe says the neighbors there called to say they saw her get kidnapped. We started calling the authorities here locally. We we didn't know. We were, what do you do in this instance? So she's a U.S. citizen. Who do we who do we reach out to for help here? Because we are unsure who can possibly help us in Mexico. The details were sparse and difficult to hear. Three to four men who came in in a van. My mom was watering her plants outside. Two men jumped out of the van. There was some type of exchange of words, and then another person, another man, a heavy set man, came out and this other individual came out, covered her mouth, picked her up and took her into the van and they drove away. That was it. That's all we had. The next day, the FBI jumped on the case. There is photographic and video evidence, not necessarily of the kidnapping per se, but around her residence. When other males were uh, seen, uh, both talking to her as well as then returning to the house uh, before she was taken. Working with Mexican authorities, the FBI put up a $20,000 reward for any details leading authorities to her. And then her family heard from her captors with a proof of life recording. 24 hours later, we received a phone call from, from this individual who said, I have your mom and we need you to do everything that we say and pay up this amount of money, which immediately we, you know, we all knew we were in in trouble because we don't have that kind of money. We did ask for a proof of life. And within 48 hours, I believe, there was a recording of my mother where she is, um, she's pleading for her life. She mentions a few of my brothers and sisters And she says, please do what they say as soon as you can, because my life depends on it. 
they hung up. And it just, it was just a nightmare. Why do you think they kidnapped your mother? Like, what possible reason would they have to go after your mother? She is, she's a U.S. citizen. In that town, it's extremely small. It is 200, no more than 300 people in the town. Mostly family um, of ours. They have a fairly, you know, newer home. They built their home as a retirement home 10 plus year, 10 years ago. We feel it's definitely targeted. Zoe says that her family communicated that they did not have that kind of money, a six-figure demand. The calls stopped, and it's been silent for months. The FBI insists they are working the case with Mexican authorities, and they have since updated the reward to $25,000 and added these two pictures to the bulletin, which show the handguns the men were carrying. We know that those photographs were from a proof-of-life video that was provided to the family from the kidnappers. We're always hopeful. Uh, you know, we, we work these cases until we can't anymore. So we are hopeful that we will identify and have her return home. But her family is exasperated at what they feel is a slow investigation and has asked President Biden to intervene. They have a message to their mother's captors. She's a mother. She belongs with us. We don't have, we're not a rich family. We don't have what you're asking for. <laughs> Please find it in your heart to just give her back. It's been five months of absolute hell for us. Please contact us. We need her. Mom, I'm sorry. You're very strong and it's been over five months and we have not stopped a single day. We're doing everything that we possibly can to find you. And we're not gonna give up on you, mom. We love you, your grandchildren, and all of us, your kids. We all miss you, and we're looking for you, Mom. Please hang on. We're going to find you. Now, it's your opportunity to get involved. During our After the Show, we share the extended interviews and your questions, all in an effort to bring the missing home. Joining me now to talk more about this case, Law Olmstead, president of the Missing Persons Center. Uh, Law joins us on many of our missing cases that we have a shared interest in trying to bring these people home safely. Law, this one is a little more complicated than some of the other ones that we cover, being that we're dealing with Mexico here, and we know some information that in a lot of cases we don't know, starting with the fact she was kidnapped and those captors are asking for a ransom. How much more difficult is it to work an investigation like this for the family who's in California? Well, Marty, this is a really, really shocking and tragic case because the lack of communication is my biggest concern. Normally when demands aren't initially met or there's no negotiation, we'll say, um, you know, not good things happen to the people or the kidnappers will negotiate with more proof of life things, but more in the context of torture, putting the, the loved one in some sort of uncomfortable position tied to a chair, mouth duct tape, whatever it is, showing them that they're serious and that they will do harm. In this situation, I'm not aware of any of those things occurring. So 
the lack of communication at this point, uh, being only six months into this, is is very scary. Another thing that makes this a little different than other cases as well is that this is not like a typical cartel type of of uh, kidnapping and ransom. This doesn't feel like cartel to me. It feels more like a local group in this small community who's familiar with her specifically, believing she has access to American money or wealth and trying to take advantage of that. Uh, but also the, the, the FBI issuing uh, a, a reward initially for 20,000 and then upping it recently to 25,000 indicates to me as well, there's no new information, there's no new communication, there's really nothing new on this case, and they're doing the best they can with nothing to try, try to generate something, and it appears it's not working at, at this time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. I'm curious, based on your um, communication with law enforcement on lots of other cases that you cover, what resources and pull does law enforcement have to investigate something like this? How do they go about trying to, one, communicate with Mexican authorities and then use what they have in terms of evidence and these phone calls to the family to try to find out where these calls are coming from? Well, you know, that's a that's a good question because the resources allocated are different in every case, depending on the local municipality. Um, and from what I understand, you know, the locals were involved very quickly. The FBI was involved very quickly. As far as tracking these phone calls, um, I don't think there's been any ability to do so. And one thing that I was kind of interested in is, you know, what did she have with her when she was abducted. I, I've, I've seen reports saying she had a phone with her, but I've had no confirmation of the phone. If she had anything like a, you know, a, a phone, it'd be really a great way to kind of establish, you know, what direction she went, somewhere she went, if the phone's still working, if it pinged anywhere, if anyone went through the phone looking through contacts, but we don't have any of that. And another thing as well, usually is, is, Communication to your, your community or the local news or, or even just online, any kind of, uh, you know, groups or Facebook, social media. There's been really no communication about this case from law enforcement at any level, whether it be in the United States or in Mexico, to kind of gauge what has been going on, what the protocol has been, other agencies that may be involved what search efforts, dogs, you know, canines, anything that have been used, there's really no information. And that, that to me, is very concerning as well, because why is there no communication? Why, after 10 years of this woman living in that community, all of a sudden, she became a target of a kidnapping for ransom? Something else is going on here that is just not fitting the narrative. 
Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. We're hearing very little from law enforcement. The family has made a plea to President Biden asking the White House to get involved. The same goes for the Mexico for Mexico's president. I think really the only attention it's getting is from media. We've covered this case a number of times. And I, I do think the power of social media helps in, in cases like this. Pam from Facebook sure. is asking, is it helpful or has the family set up a GoFundMe to raise money? In a case like this, where you've got these captors asking for money, would that be treated any differently? Would the, the plea from the public, hey, help so we can pay these people off be helpful or, or more harmful? How do you see it? I, I think anything is helpful when it comes to raising money. I've seen that there is a GoFundMe. I believe they've only raised a very, very small amount of money, maybe twelve to $15,000. I don't know what the goal was, uh, but I think the goal was lower than what the ransom would be. I think that the family may be contemplating hiring their own um, investigators to take a look at this, which at this point may be advisable, but I think it's also very dangerous for anyone to to go looking for her, you know, close by where she lives because it's a very tight community. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, it's dangerous. I've talked to her daughter, Zoe, and going to this Pueblo Nuevo, Colima, Mexico is dangerous. Um, I don't know how they felt about their mom being there in the first place, but they do believe she was targeted. Uh, we're going to continue to follow this uh, law uh, with you as well, but I want to get your thoughts on a positive outcome case. We have another story uh, that we just learned this morning of one of the missing people that we've been covering has now been found safe and alive. Her name is Alicia Navarro. Uh, it's been four years since she ran away from home in Arizona, September 15th, 2019. She was 14 years old at the time. Her mom believes she was lured away by a stranger while gaming online. Police in Glendale, Arizona said that she walked into a police department in Montana and said, I am Alicia Navarro. I'm healthy, I'm happy, I'm safe, and I'm sorry to my mom. Uh, here's a quick listen. She was located in a very small town in Montana near the Canadian border. Uh, we can tell you that she went to a local police department in that area. She identified herself as Alicia Navarro. And at that point, our officers went into investigation mode. Police say this investigation is just beginning. They don't know where she's been all these years or who she's been with. There could be charges in this case, depending on where the investigation leads them. I spoke with Alicia's mom two years ago. She had left a note for her mom saying, I ran away, I'll be back, I swear I'm sorry. And now she is home safe. Her mom saying she is so grateful. Here's her post. I first of all want to give glory to God for answering your prayers and for this miracle. For everyone who has missing loved ones, I want you to use this case as an example. That miracles do exist and never lose hope and always fight. Alicia is now asking for privacy. She says she's apologetic for what she's put her mom through, and she is hopeful that they can have a relationship now. I talked to law enforcement law just a little while ago. They said she still has her braces on. 
that she had on four years ago and said, I'd like to get my braces off. The reason I wanted to talk to you about this case, and I know we can't talk specifics yet because, one, we don't know all of them, but the hope that a case like this brings to other families of missing people. It's why we're doing it. My guess is it's why you are so invested in so many of these cases. To see a girl like this four years later reunited with her family um, just opens up so many opportunities for families to think it might be possible for me. Yeah, it's a it's a really great outcome. I'm really ha- I'm so happy to hear you know that 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 she's made herself found, been recovered, whatever you want to call it. It's it's an interesting situation because to me this is a typical runaway case, and you know I see this stuff on a daily basis and been dealing with it for years, and it just sounds like one of these cases where a 14 year old, whether lured away or not, decides that she's going to leave home for a better life and do all the things that she wants to do and have freedom at 14, and then she turns 18, and then the people that she's staying with, with a boyfriend or his family or just whoever is housing her, says, you know, you're 18 now, we need you to go to work, we need you to contribute a little bit, and now the person is like, oh, I, I don't wanna do that, I'm gonna go back home now. So I don't, I'm not saying this is the situation, it looks like that on the surface without knowing more, um, but nonetheless, no matter what that the, the situation led up to this, it's good news that she's home because if these were people that were holding her against her will, trafficking her or something, this wouldn't be the outcome. It wouldn't just be simply dropping her off somewhere or her walking in somewhere where she could be identified. It would be horribly different. So this is a great outcome. It's not typical of what you see in these these cases for sure. No, it certainly is not, uh, but we are thrilled uh, to be able to report the news that she is safe and, and piece together what we can while also maintaining her and her family's privacy through the process. Uh, La Olmsted, thank you for being with us as we talk about these missing cases and the potential that every missing person can be found safely, just like Alicia. Uh, thank you again for your expertise. Every missing person matters, no matter their background or past, race or circumstances. It's our mission to bring these cases to light. If you have a case you think we should be looking into, submit it to newsnationnow.com slash missing. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Marnie Hughes. This is Missing. Missing.